Welcome to Untold, the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Untold, the podcast that tells the stories of history that are untold. Stop. <laughs> Welcome to Untold, the podcast. This is. <laughs> All right. I was drinking in the middle of that. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Welcome to Untold, the podcast that tells the untold stories of history. In this podcast, two of us compete to tell the best stories you've probably never heard before. Join us as we uncover new stories each week together. This is Untold. All right. Well, here we go. Episode five. Yeah, I guess that's right. So this is the end. If you're listening to this right when we launch them, we're going to launch five at first. So you'll have to wait till next week. Yeah, first time we're going to have to, we're going to leave a cliffhanger and have to wait. Um, well, for those of you who are just joining us for the first time, I'm Grace Outlaw, and I am joined both my friends uh, Grant. What's up? And Shelby. What up, Dad? <laughs> yeah. I I'm promise ready. we're not as weird as we sound. Um, yeah, so uh, at the beginning, we like to kind of get to know everybody a little bit better. So we want I want to see, um, and this will tie in when I get to my answer, but I want to see when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up, Grant? Oh, me. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll go with you first. Uh, yeah, so growing up, I wanted to be an astronaut. Oh, good call. That was the uh, the... First thing I wanted to be ever since um, Toy Story came out and I saw Buzz Lightyear, yes. astronaut. That's what I wanted to do. Um, so in the episode a couple weeks ago when we said, what's your mo- you more scared of, space or sea? Mm-hmm. You said sea, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to be uh, either an astronaut or a uh, policeman. So right. I guess in a way, uh, a I wanted patriot. to be... He wanted to be a patriot. Yeah. I, in a way, I wanted to be Buzz Lightyear because he was like a space cop. Ah, you know? He's a space go. ranger. Wow. So. Yeah, that's really spoiler. What I wanted to be. Not, that's in Toy Story. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, seen it. it came out in 1995. If you haven't seen it yet, you know, that's on you. Yeah. If you've never heard of Toy Story, it's a, a movie about toys. Okay. All right, Shelby. What it's did a you story want to be? about toys? Dang it! I missed it. Ah, uh, I was anything that I just watched on TV. So <laughs> if it was Darkwing Duck, I wanted to be Darkwing Duck. If it was the Mighty Ducks, I wanted to be a hockey player. Right. If I watched Days of Thunder, a NASCAR driver. If I watched Days and Confused, a pizza delivery guy. <laughs> if I watched Michael Myers Halloween, a serial a babysitter. If you watched Homeward, <laughs> we went two different directions with that one. If you watched Homeward Bound, you wanted to be a dog, right? That was well, the name like Barker. Mm-hmm. That was already in my genes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, you're halfway there. I right, wore so halfway jeans. What What was your first <laughs> was like a puppy? What? So they only had half my body. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. What? I said I wear halfway jeans because I was a puppy. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Anyway, uh, no. So what was the first like actual thing that you could see yourself doing? Me? Yeah. Oh man, I honestly, I I changed my mind forever. I mean, like reasonable thing. Yes. Okay, so now I'm like, okay, I could actually maybe do that. Yeah. I guess 
But I wasn't a kid. I was now in college. Oh. <laughs> so uh, I would say probably a teacher. That's what I wanted right. to be. Yeah. I mean, probably the one I leaned on a lot was like a race car driver or a zookeeper. <laughs> one those of those two. Yeah, two those very good. different things. I like careers. That's awesome. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I tended to like cycle through different things. So I started with, I, I remember the first thing I ever wanted to be. A witch. No. Mm. I wanted to be a, that was only once Harry Potter came That out. came true. <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> um, fulfilled that dream. So the very first thing I remember wanting to be was a surgeon because you remember how they used to like when you were a kid you remember that they used to show surgeries on tv oh no don't God. remember that what there, there used to be like surgeries Next on, on tv <laughs> yeah and i a vasectomy everything's just I, that out. was one of them oh that were, there was a vasectomy oh on God. there i'm kind of surprised my parents let me watch it i had to have oh been like God. six years old i was surprised they were on TV. Yeah, they, they were, were on TV. I used to love watching oh surgery. So I today's, d- today's surgeon is Dr. Joseph S- Jacob Smith of Harvard. He has performed four surgeries with world record times. <laughs> yeah, Someone what? listening to this will remember that they used There's to There's announcers surgeries. watching it. Look at God. the way he grabbed that scalpel. Yeah, it's like they're announcing golf or scalpel. something. Scalpel. Scalpel. Look at the way he grabbed that scalpel mm. there. Grant, what do you think like about a, that form? They're not Looks narrated. Looks like a hard, uh, hard hole there. Let's see if he can... Uh, Oh, he's going with seven stitches? Okay. I would have gone with the eight iron. Anyway. Uh, oh, sorry. Were you talking? Sorry. <laughs> from, from surgeon, then it was like veterinarian, which, okay, that's a that's not a far hop. Yeah. And then it was like a pilot. And Did you watch the veterinarian shows? Like Steve Irwin? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, no, love Steve yeah. Irwin. Um, then it was like pilot, and uh, of course, then Jurassic Park came out, and I wanted to be a paleontologist mm. slash archaeologist because who doesn't? What kid didn't want to dig up dinosaur bones oh, at some point? Yeah. Um, and then I found out that it was mostly like scholarly and studying and marking. And you said nope, artifacts and stuff. Well, that sounded awful as a kid, but now right. that I'm a grown up, I'm like, yeah. I, I probably actually would have really hey, loved that. It's never too late. That's right. There's oh. still dinosaur bones down Books there. Books still need to be read. So, do y'all remember? Um, for those of y'all who don't know us, we all took a group trip to Italy last year and went to Pompeii. And <laughs> <laughs> yes, we went to Italy. <laughs> it was no, but it was so cool. Um, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. I, I don't know what y'all expected. I thought it was going to be, you know, when you think of ancient cities or villages or whatever, you think of just these huts and people living in primal. But this was such a well thought out city. They had streets that still you could see the grooves with where the chariot wheels had gone. Um, They had huge buildings, a huge square, a judicial area. Like it was a giant thing. I was so impressed with it. They had a brothel. (laughs) I knew he was going to bring that Mm -hmm. up. I mean, it was crazy. What made an impression on y'all versus what made an impression on me? Okay, guys. I mean, it's crazy to see. (laughs) But there were like archaeologists digging up there. And of course, it's one of the most. I mean, it looks fake. Yeah. It looks fake. Yeah. It's so well preserved. Mm Mm-hmm. There still had the paint on the walls. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, some of the tiles were still, like, painted and... Well, colored. they said that was, like, the one city that was the most well-preserved because of the volcanic eruption. And, like, m- most cities weren't that per- well-preserved, which was cool, I think, what makes it yeah. coolest. I mean, people... Body shapes were preserved in that. Yeah. That was weird. 
Yeah. And morbidly, you could see the bodies. So that was interesting. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The women were still in the brothel. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not <Goodness>. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so of course, that's one of the most famous natural disasters in history. Um, lots of people died. Horrible situation. But yeah, it's a fantastic archaeological site and a lot of um, really neat stuff to go see there. So anyway, um, this episodes untold stories theme is uh natural disasters so i'm really excited to see uh learn something new about some natural disasters so for those of y'all who haven't joined us before the way this normally works is um grant and shelby will take turns telling stories about a natural disaster that i've probably never heard before and i will award points completely arbitrarily um if they say something i like it could just be something about puppies not dying in a natural disaster They'll get a point. So, yay. Dang it, um, I have to change my story. <laughs> I, I like puppies and horses. So hey, Grace, can I say something? What? You're doing a great job hosting. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Suck up. Yes. Hey, you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> oh, oh wow. wow. Look at those compliments. Mm. Let me get my thesaurus out mm-hmm. using big words. So, yeah, I'll, um, I'll award points completely arbitrarily, and at the end I'll declare a winner who will be our host next time. So, um, to start off, why don't y'all tell me the titles of your stories and I'll pick who goes first. Shall we? Yes. Grant. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, the title of my story is help. It won't go up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, mine is schools out for dot, dot, dot winter. You know, I, like school's out for summer. I know, but, I get it. I think yeah. I'm going to have to give that to Shelby. All right. Yes. All right, Shelby, let's hear about uh, your natural disaster and why it won't get up. Oh, that was good. <clears throat> okay, so this one actually starts with my old pal, Mickey Mouse. Have you guys ever heard my Mickey Mouse impression? We have heard it a handful of me, times, yes. Grace and I, yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's mm. me, Mickey Mouse. All right, so take a point away. And for some yeah. of you that are listening and think that this is just a sound bot, it's not. It's Shelby. You lost a point for that. <gasps> is there a uh, lose point sound? No, I, don't, I don't have a sound for it. I'm just I'm crossing it out, though. All right. So, so I'll, t- I'll make the sound. Boo. <laughs> All right, so at Disneyland, um, it and as the year was 1985, they were celebrating their 30 year of operations. This is Disneyland, not okay. Disney World. It was also Walt's old Walt Disney, his 84th birthday. And so to sell to celebrate, they want to get some more publicity around Disneyland. I guess they weren't doing as good as they are now. They also thought it'd be cool to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. So they decided they were going to launch balloons into the air. Because they wanted to see if they could launch the most balloons oh to get into the Guinness Book of World Records. So they started recruiting. They had 2,000 high school students. They filled up. Like, what, what do you think the record should be to get in the Guinness Book of World Records? Probably more than five. <clears throat> I've at least seen 10. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay. Balloons? Yeah. I've seen, I mean, together in a bundle. What? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> How many have you seen? Balloons? Yes. I'm imagining like Up, the movie, the Pixar movie. Yeah. With the, like, so hundreds but in or real thousands life. of so more than life. more than ten. Yeah. Probably in yeah. real life. How many? Uh, to be in the Guinness Book of World yeah. Records, I would imagine like three thousand. Okay. So the answer is they wanted to fill up one point two million. Oh. 
Oh my god. <laughs> they did not care about the environment back yeah. in 1985. No. Are they trying to lift Disneyland off the ground? Like, <laughs> this geez. is where they came up with the idea of up. Ah. Uh, so the day came. Over 100,000 people showed up to watch. So Disney, the richest, keep getting richer. The spectacle worked. They got into the Guinness Book of World Records. There was no hiccups. Everything went really, really, really great. Um, in fact, one of the eyewitnesses said they looked great, just like little gumballs. Aww. And then he said, listen to this next sentence. I think this is the best thing to happen to Los Angeles since the Olympics. I thought Los Angeles was a pretty happening town. Not, not a whole lot to go on in uh, Los Angeles back then, but I guess. the day of 1985, they launched some balloons up. And yeah. That, that really took their breath away. Wow. Wow. And you know what? A little town called Cleveland heard about it. And they saw how successful it was for uh, Disneyland. And so they decided they wanted to partner with United Way and try to break Disney's record. So Cleveland, Ohio? Yeah, Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. Uh, so they partnered with the United Way. They did a fundraising effort for the United Way. They wanted to put up one point five billion, one point five million balloons. We'll we'll do a point for fundraising instead of just you know pure yeah spectacle. Yes. Come pay us money. We'll, we'll do a point for that. But the thing is, it became like a huge deal in Cleveland because well, if it was a huge deal in L.A., think about the huge deal of Cleveland. I mean, oh, what do yeah. they have? Going People on? in L.A. get to look at celebrities all right. the time. People yeah. in Cleveland get to look at what does Cleveland have? Nothing. It, just the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I oh. mean, how, mm, uh, no, no, not not, cool. not quite what you would think it they would have be. Like one guitar in there, and that's, that's it. I mean, no disrespect for my family in Cleveland. Um, it is pretty though. Cleveland, yeah, that's it cool. rocks. Um, oh my god, <laughs> should have seen that coming. Cheesy jokes, I yes. like them. Oh my god. So this is a prime example. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so they interviewed someone and they were just asking about. They were really excited about it. And listen to what he said. Said this guy said this is a prime example of what United Way is trying to do in terms of saying, "quote Cleveland, it's your time. It's time to say yes. It's time to say it is a happening city. We are on the move. It's no longer, or we are no longer the butt of jokes." So that became like a we saying got around that. Yes. This is like something that should have happened in The Office, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> this is like an episode of The Office. All right, so United Way, they raised these $1.5 million. It was like $2 a balloon or something. They raised a bunch of money. They recruited 2,500 volunteers to go up early that morning to fill them all up. They mm. filled up 1.5 million balloons. Mm. They had this giant net that took up a city block to hold all the balloons in, right? And uh, when it became time to launch, the city shut down. I mean, everyone was just there. It's Cleveland, which is about 10 blocks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but everyone was shut down. They were coming to, to see the spectacle. Everything was working. Cleveland was like, you know what? We are no longer the butt of jokes. We are it. Take that, <laughs> Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there was a DJ that was covering on the radio. He said, quote, there is no mistake on the lake anymore. So that's the thing. They used to be called the mistake on a lake. Ah. So he's like, there is no more mistake on the lake anymore. Cleveland has now broken the Guinness Book of World Records and released over 1,500,000 balloons. We have done it. So there's just this huge jubilee. So they did release some. Uh, countdown, everything was going well. Uh, there was a storm that was coming in, um, but they ended up moving the time because of everything that was going on. Um, so they did the countdown, launched them. People, you just see the hope in their faces. 
They were so excited. I, I'm just confused that people have such a wildly different <laughs> view of what success yes. is. Yes, and Look at entertainment. <laughs> Look at them. Um, so <clears throat> they let their balloons go with the hope that they would go up into the sky, eventually coming down. The problem is that storm brought with it a cold front. Mm. And so, and it's also on the Great Lakes, and so the wind was gusting everywhere. The balloons, the 1.5 million balloons, didn't go up into the sky. They stu- they stayed around at ground level in Cleveland. <laughs> All over Cleveland. What? They stayed around at ground level, which <clears throat> actually caused a big commotion with this natural disaster. <laughs> there was distracted motor- motorists. Several accidents. Um, things were. They actually shut down the airport because the balloons were so many you couldn't see to come into Cleveland. Oh my god! Uh, there was half-hour delays because the balloons were just hanging like a thing of fog on the the highway, so they had to shut down the highway. Um, the saddest part was there was a two boaters at uh, Lake Erie that were lost, <clears throat> and uh, so the Coast Guard went up, and they they couldn't get to like find the boat because the balloons were all around them. So, and then the, finally, some of the coast guards finally made it out, but it wasn't the whole crew and they couldn't tell they were looking for like orange life jackets and they couldn't tell it was in the water because there were hundreds of thousands oh, of balloons in the water. God. So these Humans two suck. <laughs> hundreds of thousands of balloons floating out in Lake Erie. Uh, so these, these two guys, they just, they died and they eventually washed up on shore. Um, but you know what? In what? the end, Cleveland was finally on the map. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they're Cleveland. still the butt of the joke. And you know what? They did beat the Guinness Book of World Records. They set it. Uh huh. Hopefully no one's tried to break it yet. Well, the sad part is Disney took it back. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't learn from the no. uh, catastrophe. Hey, you know, yeah, they, didn't, they took it back in uh, 1995. So 10 years later, essentially, they, lost, they launched 1.6 million oh my God. balloons. So one. We still weren't caring over. about the environment in 1965. Got yeah. It. Well, and Disney, their thing launched just like all Disney things without, without a hiccup. I mean, it was perfect. It was pristine. There's pictures all over the Internet. So. Um, well, that's the story of Cleveland and how Jeez. they couldn't help. They can't get it up. Ah. <laughs> but I'm this is funny. Uh, all right. Take that, Grant. Okay. I can't will. wait to see what you got, Grant. Yeah, so. Winter uh, is coming. It's actually funny how. <laughs> I think you're going to be surprised how much my story relates to yours, actually, Shelby. Uh, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. Um. So mine is called Schools Out for Winter. What? Uh, so this this story takes place in Western Europe, and the year is 1816. And right. that year was called the year without a summer, right? So uh, all, summer y- oh, all summer long, the temperature was in the 30s. Oh, my God. The 30s in Western Europe, hey. right? This was 18 what now? 1816. Global okay. warming. <laughs> cooling not exactly so people didn't understand why they this... didn't have enough emissions it was too cold mm. that's why we thank henry ford for the car <laughs> oh my god so right. yeah people didn't understand why this particular summer was so cold uh the answer was actually found um on the other side of the planet in a place called indonesia i don't know mm. if y'all have ever I've heard, heard of, of that it. Mm-hmm. indonesia so in april of 1815, mm-hmm. a volcano called Mount Tambora 
have been erupting for four months. Jeez. Dang. So Poor this volcano. Do I? Poor Indonesia. I know, right? Um, this <laughs> this volcano had been erupting for four months in Indonesia, and uh, during this time, many people lost their lives uh, because of this explosion. Um, a lot of houses were uh, crushed by the ash. Uh, from all the explosions for four months, right? Yeah, so that sucks. if you're in the radius of the blast, you know, your home was gone, uh, you might die. So big, you know, big catastrophe. It created this huge cloud of ash. And uh, pretty soon the the cloud spread across the globe, right? Mm-hmm. So for four months, this ash and all these like particles are going up into the air and it's creating this huge, huge cloud. Um, and it spread across across the globe, uh, which blocked the sun's rays. So it was like such a big, thick cloud that it was like blocking the sun's rays, right? Mm-hmm. Dang. So, so was it a cloud of balloons? No, it oh. was a cloud of ash. But this is why it's similar, <laughs> yes. right? So uh, it created this huge cloud, and uh, the cloud caused a huge drop in temperature, and everywhere the cloud went like the temperature would just drop Dang. because it was, that's how thick it was. Yeah. Right. So it also in, uh, India, we're still in India. It also helped to give, uh, rise to a new strain of cholera oh, that boy. killed millions of people okay. just because of this. Yeah, it was, it, it's crazy. Um, in India, it also caused droughts and floods that impacted the ecology of the Bay of Bengal. All so, right. It's this huge cloud is just going across messing like messing up the ecosystem yeah, around the world. Messing up the ecosystem. I mean, like this cloud has been forming for four months. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's crazy. So back over in Europe, it uh, it rained so much and caused this persistent cold that brought uh, famine and civil unrest. It hmm. said. So I can imagine. Yeah. So like imagine it you know, like you're in the summer and this is when it's time to grow all these crops and all that and then all of a sudden this huge cloud yeah. uh, is you know basically blocking out the sun because it's so thick and all your um, all your crops die. Um, I have actually a map. I know this works very well for a podcast, <laughs> but this is actually just a map to kind of show you guys how cold it was oh, right. in Western Europe. <laughs> So what I'm showing here is in Italy and places like that, uh, it was like 28 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. So it God. dropped below freezing yeah. for months, right? Damn. For this whole summer. Um, here, okay. Grace, I'll, I bet, I'll give you that. I bet Just, a lot of people starved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of people starved. All this... Um, yeah, all these crops were dying, everything like so that. I, I'm going to give a point for visual representation mm-hmm. and also... Historical Europe. I like historical Europe. Yeah. Yeah. So that's two points, right? That That is two points. Good, good deal. Okay. Uh, so it rained so much and caused this persistent cold that brought um, this famine. And in the U.S., even like in the New England area, uh, it even like reached that far. Um, and like heavy snow was falling uh, in some of the states like New England and like, like East Coast. Uh, it caused a lot of crops to die, obviously, and uh, it it triggered an <laughs> economic downturn. So, hmm. like, because of worldwide, yeah, we're losing all these crops because of this freaking cloud yeah. that is just you know destroying um, our. What year was this? This is eighteen sixteen. Okay, so it's it's creating all of this, yeah, all of these lost crops and all that. So, uh, 
in uh, in New England, people later called it. Uh, they called the year eighteen hundred and froze to death. <laughs> How clever! <laughs> yeah. That's tweetable. Yeah, yeah, eighteen hundred and froze to death. Uh, but it became later known, uh, better known as the year without a summer. Right? Yeah. So it was a terrible occurrence that caused millions of people to die, homes to be destroyed, and economies to collapse just because of this one uh, eruption uh, from some, you know, uh, volcano in uh, Indonesia. Half the world away, yeah. Right. So, like, it's it's affecting, you know, basically a whole, you know, landmass. And um, but some pretty cool things uh, happened from this disaster. It's not all bad. You know, millions of people have died, but, you know, it's cool. <laughs> but a the, couple the silver of, lining. <laughs> yeah, silver lining. Let's uh, try to find it here real quick. So uh, so because of the very high price of uh, horse feed, mm-hmm. it caused The horses a, to die. Well, yes. Um, mm. Please don't take away a point. <laughs> they didn't. And he prefaced it with, this is a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's okay. getting to the I thing. <laughs> did not let me finish yet. <laughs> Um, no, they couldn't feed their horses. They couldn't afford to feed their horses because mm-hmm. like all these crops were dying. So it caused a uh, German inventor by the name of Carl Dreis uh, to create the first ever bicycle. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, he's like, I can't get around on a horse anymore. I can't feed my horse. So uh, I'm just going to create something else. So he created the bicycle. That's crazy because mm-hmm. I feel like the bicycle is a mechanically... Right. simple invention so mm-hmm. you'd think that it would have been invented before the 1800s that is crazy. Who, yeah who knew All right. well you know before then i mean they were just riding around horses why do you need a you know anything weirdly they that? had a skateboard <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so also uh because it was such a gloomy and depressing summer right a lot of mm-hmm. people were forced to spend uh their summers indoors uh including a famous author by the name of mary shelley Ooh. So this was the summer that she uh, was vacationing mm-hmm. on the Lake of Geneva, and they said, uh, you know, they're bored indoors. They couldn't do anything outside, mm-hmm. so they said, we're going to have a competition to write the best story. And Mary Shelley, if you don't know, is uh, the author of Frankenstein. That's a great book. Uh huh. Yeah. So what's the monster's name? Um, not Frankenstein. I don't, think, I don't know that he has. He doesn't. Yeah. Name. I was trying to get you, but who's that's re- untold right there. But who's the real monster? The the monster or the guy who created him? Mm. Mm. The chicken that's or the deep. egg? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not exactly. Or but. the guy that died that was used as parts? Not yeah. him. He oh, had he, no. He had no he control. Was over it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Frankenstein's monster did not ask to be created. So that's I mean, true. You know, <clears throat> He didn't have a name, but well, the, yeah, there you go. Right, well, point point for Marie Shelley and yeah. uh, Mary Shelley and uh, Frankenstein. I know how book. you like books Neither and, and women book. women authors, female empowerment. With you, so yeah, I think it's a guy. Mary Shelley. Oh, okay. oh that was Michael. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Just trying to get away from what Lord Byron or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, that's my story. All right. Well. I enjoyed both of those. I had not heard either one of those before. So, um, yeah, good job, both of you. I am going to have to give it to Grant, though. Wow, dang. Um, mostly because I... The murder count. Well, the death count was <laughs> a lot higher. But honestly, mm-hmm. that's not the problem. Mm-hmm. That, that was an actual natural disaster. This is humans being stupid. Uh, excuse mm. me. This <laughs> was a cold front that came through. Mm. 
If humans weren't stupid enough to blow up 1.5 million balloons. But also, they're naturally <laughs> stupid. So Thank True. you. That's a, you th- another valid point. Yeah, wow. I, I, I'm not totally discrediting it. That's just the reason <laughs> I'm, I'm leaning towards Grant. So Yes. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Grant. So wow. That. Well, that's All the right. third week in a row I haven't been picked. Well. You come back next week, folks. <laughs> and and you're actually going to have to wait a week because, yeah, we're going to release all five of these and then we'll start mm-hmm. going week to week. Uh, and I'm going to come up with the best story ever. Do you know what the topic's going to be? Me? No. Oh. You got to think about it. Yeah. I okay. came prepared. Oh, cool. <laughs> good for you, man. I'll send you a text after. Okay. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, thanks, Grace. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. for picking the right answer. Y'all, thanks for, for your stories. And uh, thank you guys for joining us uh, for another episode of Untold. And we will see y'all next week. See ya. Peace out. everyone this is grace real quick before you go we want to thank you for listening to the untold podcast we really appreciate your support and taking the time to check us out if you liked what you heard leave us a review and let your friends know about us and if you have any questions or story ideas send us a message on instagram or tiktok at untold the podcast thanks again and we'll see you real soon